You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I hope by now that you have to subscribe to this show and you're sharing it with everyone you love and care about because it is a phenomenal show. We've been on the air since 2011. So it's been a long time. And um, again, the more we can share words of wisdom, the more you guys share the show, the more we get those beautiful words of wisdom out into the beautiful world that we live in. And we can make the world a better place by taking away these nuggets of gold that the guests share that we can incorporate into our lives immediately to make our lives absolutely much more phenomenal. So um, I like to say, you know, take your time, find a place to sit, get something to write with, pen, paper, um, your favorite beverage, and tell the family to give you a few moments because you are going to be getting in, in, enveloped in some wisdom um, from the guest. And um, I want you to be able to be fully present so that you can get those nuggets of gold and begin to incorporate them into your life after the show. So while you're doing that, let me take care of business. I want to thank the first sponsor, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They have wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holistic modalities to help you improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth. In addition, they are the, uh, I want to say the founders of the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Women's Summits that are happening in the U.S. And we've got one coming up real quickly. And then we have three other locations. So if you're interested and you want to learn how to build and expand your business empire, um, the various avenues that the speakers at the events will be sharing those nuggets of gold, then you want to check it out. Go to Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Click on the events tab and you can get the scoop on where the next Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women's Summit is going to be in your area. And then the next uh, sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated is a premier telecommunications installation company, women-owned, minority-owned, uh, located in the heart of Silicon Valley, been in business for 33 plus years, and continue to command um, and be a premier telecommunications installation company. Uh, focusing on network distribution. And in case you don't know what that is, it's installing voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless systems, routers, modems, access points, uh, monitors, speaker system, video, all that stuff. So that when you make the connection to communicate with your customer, you make that connection right the first time. And uh, you can check them out at All Day Cable Inc.com. Okay, so let me tell you about today's guest. Her name is Amy Hager, and Amy is an organic marketing mentor and co-founder of the Content Personality Club. She uses her years of experience and expertise to help service-based business owners around the world grow businesses that they love at joyful business 
revolution. Amy's yoga instructor says she has lived 12 lives already because she has had so many experiences. She has raced cars between a radio DJ, built sales and marketing team. One was for the uh, for a standardized construction contract coalition, worked at a group home to support adults with mental illness, led a B&B association, started a youth group, been a military spouse, just to name a few. Boy, this girl is on fire. And her experience helped her relate and apply organic marketing strategies across many different industries by utilizing her background in marketing, communications, engagement, community development, and organizational growth. And so I'm bringing her live and in front of personal, Amy Hager to the Blissful Living Podcast. How are you, Amy? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, you sound phenomenal. You know, your bio is amazing. And um, I think you may have lived 20 lives. I think the She's just trying to keep it low, but uh, that's amazing. <laughs> and um, good for you. I love that. That It's a girl with my own heart. Just we do what we want to do that serves us and serves others while we're doing it. So that's beautiful. I want to talk about this thing called marketing, let alone what is organic marketing and messaging? Yeah. And so when you think about organic marketing and messaging, it is one, I mean, the clearest way is you didn't pay for it, right? So you're not buying ads either on Google or Facebook or wherever that may be. And it's really focused more on tapping, at least in the joyful business revolution, we believe it's focused more on tapping into your energetic alignment so that people can experience you for who you are and really build that like, love, and trust factor. And when we're talking about creating organic marketing, you know, I'm a big fan of your, your best marketer. And to give that power away to somebody else who is an expert in marketing I feel like it usually falls flat because you know truly in your heart why you started your business, why you're an expert at what you do and how you really, really can help people. And so what we really find is when we combine forces with guidance from a marketing expert in your heart, knowing what your business is, knowing what the transformations are that you create, that's the secret sauce for creating really great organic marketing and messaging content that you can use in a wide variety of places. You can post on social media. You can have podcasts. You could be writing blogs and books. You could be speaking on stages or maybe creating a YouTube channel. So I think there's like 127 ways. We have a list actually to get your organic messaging and content out there. But I think what's really important is to find what fits and what feels right for you to get it out there so people can experience you in your best light. I like that. I, I love what you said about, you know, you are the best, you know what you do and why you do it and why you love doing what you do the best. Yeah. And so often we get, I want to say pigeonholed into thinking that when somebody approaches us and they are a marketing expert, right. that they're going to be able to uplift our marketing game with our businesses. And I want to say probably eight to 10 out of 10 times, that's not absolutely true. You yeah. end up spending a ton of money on a message that really isn't resonating with this, right? And yeah. so 
I think it's re this. I think this is hugely important with regards to, um, and just in case y'all don't know, Amy is one of the speakers at the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Woman Summit happening in Washington D.C. on Saturday, August 19th. And so um, I just wanted to drop that in there real quick because you should be in the house if you are yep. watching live. You should be in the house to see yeah. and get her nuggets of gold with regards to this. So, um, Amy, I want you. To, I want to ask you this. Okay. With regards to, and it's kind of a two-part question. With All right. regards to organic marketing, mm -hmm. you have those that are, say, brand new starting their business. What words of wisdom would you share with them with regards to organic marketing? And then the second mm -hmm. part is women that have been in business, I want to say, I'm going to put it from one to three and then maybe three to five years because it's going to be different. Yeah. What's happened to that? Okay, so give us the goods. So I would say for someone who is just starting out, that's where I get the most excited because you're kind of like a fresh new baby, right? You don't know exactly how to walk yet or, you know, wipe your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I really love about someone who is just starting out in business is they haven't had the chance yet to be influenced and brainwashed on what marketing should be. And so you're really in a great position to tap into your strengths. And so we have a thing called the content personality quiz. So I would suggest if you are thinking about starting a business or you are just starting your business, Google content personality quiz, because you will find out what your content personality is. And that is going to help you in so much more, even outside of just marketing your business. It's going to help you in sales, your offers, how to best deliver. And so there are five content personality types. The first or one, I guess, is written, visual, video, audio, and live in person. And a lot of times we'll think we're a content personality type. Let's say we really love to write, but we get live in person when we take the quiz. Some people fight it and they're like, well, I love to write, so I'm going to go with writing instead of exploring and playfully experimenting with this live in person. And again, this is where you energetically show up the best in your content creation and interacting with others. And so when you tap into your content personality type and you let the rest go, one, it eliminates a bunch of things that you think you might have to do or you should do or you have to you know, have a YouTube channel to be a successful business. No, you don't. You really, really need to tap in because I don't want marketing to become a chore. I want you to enjoy your content creation. I want it to come easy to you. And so if you were just starting out, I would say find out what your content personality type is, embrace it, and know that marketing is a big, playful experiment. Just because something works really well for me, it may not necessarily work really well for you. And so knowing that when you go into your marketing with the openness that it is an experiment, with the goal to create conversations in an aligned audience, I think it's a much healthier approach, especially when you're using organic marketing. For those of you who've been in business for a little longer time, I'm sure you've had marketing struggles because I feel like a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And what I would say is take a breath, take the quiz as well, content personality quiz, figure out what your content personality type is, and then go back to content that worked well 
and figure out how, or messaging that worked really well, how can you utilize that now knowing what your content personality type is? So let's say you did write a Facebook post and it got a lot of really, really great conversations started. It led to a lot of clients. Um, I would go back to what was said in that Facebook post. And if you're video or audio or live in person, deliver it in a different way. And know that even though you hear your marketing and your messaging all the time, that doesn't mean you need to create something new all the time. Mm -hmm. It's really reusing what's worked really, really well for you and maybe putting a fresh new perspective or a fresh new spin on it. And I think the other thing too that I find for someone who's been in business longer versus someone who just really started is that there is this playful experimenting that needs to happen, but it feels like you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. And so being able to really track those metrics, understand your analytics and how to utilize them in a stronger way, and you don't need to track a ton of numbers. And I would say if you've been in business for a few years, you haven't really maybe done much with marketing, a really good sign that you're ready to start doing organic marketing is if you have gotten consistent referrals. If your business is a referral-based only business, you are doing amazing and don't ever discredit that. If you're ready to next level it, that's where you explore the organic marketing and messaging. But really, if you're just starting your business, strive to be a referral business as you get started because you know when you're getting those referrals, you're gaining people's like and trust factor. They're already loving you. And it really helps you then create messaging going forward. If you don't have a strong referral business, it's a little bit harder to create really authentic and organic messaging and marketing. Right. So strive for that referral business first. I love, I mean, lots of nuggets of gold, you guys, in, in what she shared for the beginner, the person that is not such a beginner and then the even seasoned person. I know that um, with regards to my businesses, there's been... Um, times that things needed to shift with regards to the marketing, particularly as the business grew or say the first business as it really grew and expanded, um, the message that we had in that beginning phase was no longer appropriate for yeah. where we were at, you know, where we were at, where at that time, because we had that. Well, and I think you're nailing something on the head. Marketing messaging isn't something that you do once and it's put on a shelf. And yes. That's it. It grows and it morphs with you. And as you grow as a human, as you grow as a business owner, and so learning the skill of messaging early on in your business so that you can utilize it as your business changes and morphs, I think is also really, really important. You know, COVID brought out a lot of um, people had to be really creative you know, the same business, right? And um, my telecommunications company, installation company, uh, services, um, banks and things of that nature, right? So it had yeah. to be really creative. But what was really interesting was that one of the pieces that we really hadn't focused on too much was the residential aspect. After everybody started integrating and doing the smart home stuff, it was already naturally. But yet and still we had these now droves of people now working at home that necessarily didn't have the bandwidth or the right, right 
or the right um, equipment that was appropriate for the needs of their employer, right? To keep things secure. So that kind of opened up and and we uh, began delving into that arena. Mm-hmm. And the reason I share this is because that's a whole different marketing funnel. Strategy, yeah. What we have been, you know, for what we're doing now or what we, this, I want to say this new little arm versus what the company was doing before. And so basically the bottom line is if you're in business, just know that as you grow and you expand, your marketing needs are going to change and they're going to become different. What worked 10 years ago is not going to necessarily work today. Heck, what worked two years ago may not necessarily work today. But right. you need to create this pound cake where you can add almonds to it if you want. Take those almonds out. You can add a little honey to it if you want. Take that honey out. You can add cinnamon or whatever. But the bottom line is the pound cake is the marketing and the different ingredients that you add to enhance the flavor as time goes on becomes a pieces of the organic marketing that Amy is talking about. Now, Amy, with regards to the whole organic marketing, um, which I really love that because it sounds so unique and individualized. Mm, Yeah. Really, really. Okay. The person that just started, they're like, well, I have no idea. You know, I, I, you know, I'm going to say I make cupcakes. I have a cupcake shop. I make cupcakes and, you know, people come, it's been word of mouth and I've did a little bit of advertising in those weekly thing, you know, neighborhood things. I'm getting customers that way. But all I know is that I make really good cupcakes. Mm. What would you say to someone like that? So I would say one, figure out what your content personality type is. That's going to be really, really key and where you can even get started so that you don't create that overwhelm. And then two, just tackle one thing. If you end up being a written content personality type as the cupcake business owner, write a blog about your cupcakes. Mm. How do you pick the names of your cupcakes? Why do you choose these flavors? Talk about the different types of you know, icing or the different ingredients and why you choose those ingredients. Again, you're really wanting to establish yourself as the expert in cupcake making. And I think what is even funner, when you think about messaging, think really small. So if you're the cupcake woman, who is your ideal cupcake client? Is it birthday parties for children? Is it retirement parties for adults? Is it family gatherings? And if it's, let's say it's family gatherings in your marketing, talk about how family is so important to you and why family is important. Mm-hmm. So if you can bridge some of your lifestyle values, and we do this at the Joyful Business Revolution, we help you uncover what your lifestyle values are. When you can uncover your lifestyle values, that should tie into your business decision-making, that should tie into your marketing and your messaging, and really, again, making you unique to who you actually are. And that way you're not competing against the grocery store that makes the cupcakes, right? People are just picking those up because it's convenient and easy. But if they want something that's super meaningful for their family, maybe it's a grandma's recipe that she's no longer around and no one can make them taste the same, maybe the cupcake lady can give it a shot and see how it goes, right? So you really want to paint a picture so that when someone's reading and engaging or watching or listening or whatever it is with your marketing and your messaging, that they can either see themselves Mm. and see someone else and say, you know what? No, I'm not too crazy about cupcakes. I don't like sweets, but gosh, my aunts would love 
for you to come do our family reunion. Let me connect you with them. So if your wow. message isn't that tiny and that specific so that someone can see themselves or they can specifically suggest someone else to you, you know, it's too broad. You got to bring it in. Wow. Wow. Did, look, did you guys understand what she just said? She dropped a nugget of gold, several of them, but the last one um, with regards to for someone like yourself or someone that that knows you, you know, likes what you do. Um, that's amazing because I've never, ever heard that. I mean, generally it's, um, well, you know, there's different people do different things, so to speak. But it, in the gist of it, if um, what they're doing doesn't convert, if it doesn't resonate with their ideal client, um, then it does. They can be the best marketer in the world. It's you're, you're not going to have any benefits. I want to. I want you. Can you share a little bit? When I want people to get an understanding of the word ideal client or ideal person that they serve, yeah. and how that really truly relates to marketing the message that that's your God given purpose. Yeah, so when you think about your ideal client, if you have a business and you've served clients before, it's it's a little bit easier because you can really then put a name and face to it. Think about what were they needing when they came to you? What were some of the life experiences that they were going through? What were some of the things that they were saying to you? Those are all important things that you want to pull into your messaging, right? The other thing to really think through if you're newer and you haven't had clients yet, you really need to imagine who would be an ideal client for you. If you're a mother, maybe working with mothers would be great because you can have that deeper connection. And maybe it's mothers of boys instead of just mothers in general. So again, thinking really, really small on that. And you know your marketing and your messaging is working well. When you get someone who not is necessarily your ideal client reaching out to you saying, hey, I'm not a mom of boys, but I'm a mom of te teenagers. And what you're saying really makes a lot of sense. Can you help me too? Mm -hmm. And that can you help me too when they're not your ideal client or you're not the person that you're trying to paint the picture of, then you know your messaging is landing and it's really tapping into people's hearts. That's huge. That's huge. I also like how you chunked it down, so to speak. Um, I think so often we get bamboos when we see the big shiny, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh. Like anyone. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. You know, get down to, like you said, your mom. Well, yeah, there's a whole bunch of moms, but right. there's moms of girls, there's moms of boys, and there's moms of girls and boys, twins, right. triplets, you know, so it's different. And, you know, so um, I think basically all, uh, listening and watching this, if you have marketing issues, if you are looking for marketing help, if you, you know, your marketing is struggling, your messages are not conveying, they're not converting, you might want to take a listen to what Amy is saying and what she shared about chunking things down and getting to that specific point. I think so often people think if they chunk it down, they lose out on business. Right. They're going to, someone's not, you know, some, if we think a lot of people think if we think too small in our marketing and our messaging, we're eliminating or not being inclusive inclusive enough. And again, here's the thing. If someone came to you and said, well, can you help me too? And you said, yes, yes, you're being completely inclusive. But what marketing and messaging really does, and this is something we're going to talk about at 
our session in DC, you need to think about the psychology of decision-making when someone's absorbing your messaging. And again, if they can't get through subconscious decision-making, so all the noise that's going on in your head, to the emotional part where they like you, they don't like you, or they're, they're maybe okay, and flowing into some sort of call to action, then your messaging isn't going to help anybody. So really, really think about that when you're creating that experience for people so that that way they can go through the full psychology of it so that they can make a decision. Oh, I love, I'm just loving this conversation. I'm so glad that I'm going to be in the presence of you as you share these nuggets of gold live. And um, because it's it's amazing. I know I've struggled with marketing, not so much with uh, my first business, but plus for living for you, struggle with marketing just because for one, in the beginning, and this is back in 2008, um, it was a brick and mortar business and it was a holistic spa. So it was a little different, but then in 2010, so I was used to traditional, just like old school corporate traditional, you know, just wind and grind and have a beautiful time, so to speak, serving. But in 2010, when it became global and I closed the spa, the physical business and took it online, it was like, I felt like I was, I felt like I was four years old in a college genomic, you know, trigonometry class. I mean, literally I was like, okay, what happened to the old school way of doing things, you know, because my businesses literally were, you know, my first one was literally before the internet, you know, so there was yeah. traditional old school corporate marketing stuff. Once the internet came about and as we got into the, the, you know, 10th year of the millennial, um, it, the game changed. It was completely changed in, from the 90s. And so um, been lots of learning curves. And what I had to realize was, is that my message continues to evolve because yeah. I continue to evolve as I really get honing in on my purpose and serving, right? So um, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, what would you say or what words of advice would you give to those that are watching and listening to us that are, one, struggling with their marketing and two, uh, feel that they need to um, do all this stuff, uh, you know, yeah. social media, you know, all that, you know, get caught up right. in that world pool of stuff. What yeah. would you say to those people or what would so, what can you say to those people? I would say one, again, I'm going to keep coming back to this content personality because it's really, really stinking key. Like if you are doing all the things, you're not doing anything well. And so I would challenge you to tap into your content personality type, pick one platform plus your email list, focus your energy on that and see what happens. Okay. She's, this is a challenge to all of you, including me. I'm going to do it too you know, repeat that one more time, Amy. So we so you use your content personality type. So there's one. So it's eliminating a lot that you think you should be doing or could be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Pick your content, get your content personality type, pick one social media platform to be on and your email list and let the rest go. Love it. Start with that content, content personality quiz. Yes. With your content personality type. Um, start with one. One. Not all 17. No. One social outlet in your email list. Right. And I know like Facebook is integrated with Instagram. So it just posts on both. But 
when you're posting on both, it's not the same. And so I would say if you like Instagram, you love how it works, use Instagram. If you like Facebook, use Facebook. If you enjoy being on LinkedIn, be on LinkedIn. There's so many people on all these social media channels that really you don't need to worry about the demographic of the most popular user on that social media channel because everybody's there. I know there's 60-year-old men on TikTok. And so don't worry about where you think your demographic is in social media land. Worry about where you can show up joyfully, where you enjoy being, and tap into that content personality type to really deeply connect with people and create from that place of joy. Oh, I love it. Wow. So, wow. Our time is just about <laughs> up. Any last words you want to share with us, Amy, as we close out this organic marketing session on the Blissful Living Podcast? Nothing. I mean, I can't, I can't say it anymore, but please go take the content personality quiz. Start there, whether you're just starting your business, whether you already have a business, whether you've had a business for 40 years. If you feel like marketing is a chore and you hate it and you'd rather bang your head against the wall, take the quiz and start there. And let's reimagine how that can be. Oh, I love it. There's a beautiful invitation, a great way to close out the show. Thank you, Amy Hager, our organic marketing mentor. She shared so many nuggets of gold, you guys. I'm even like thinking, I better, I haven't even taken that content personality test. Yeah, we gotta get you to I'm going to do this. And then when I see her in DC, I'm going to be like, girl, this is me. And I've yeah. been doing all this other stuff, or these are me, whatever it is. But um, I think it's it just enlightened me as well, you know because I really want to be on my dime with marketing. I think we all do. And um, I think that's one of the hardest things to do now because we're so distracted by all the stuff, all the stuff. So thank you, Amy, so much for those words of wisdom. Thank you to all of you for watching, listening. Please share the show with everyone you love and care about. Subscribe. You see, this is why you need to subscribe because you would have got advanced notification that Amy was going to be on the show today. Now, you may not know what organic marketing was, but you would have tuned in and you would stay tuned because you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I paid somebody $350 for this information just to get this information and they're not doing anything. I can at least take this personality content exam and know exactly where I'm at and then take it further if I want to reach out to Amy. Her information will be in the show notes. So again, I got on this, you know, digress a little bit, but that's <laughs> telling the importance of what we're talking about. Um, I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter com. Again, you can go to events, find out about the event coming up, get your ticket, get your ticket, get your ticket and be in the house because you'll be able to connect with people like Amy that may just be able to help you elevate your business to a platform that you haven't even imagined it would be yet. So get your ticket. I want to thank our other sponsor, All Day Cable Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com, the best premier telecommunications installation company in the Western region of the United States, servicing small, medium, and large corporations with network distribution. And I want to thank all of you. The queen of feeling fabulous wants to thank all of you for being a part of this show Again, please subscribe and share the show with everyone you love and care about. And until next time, I am wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. And may you go take that personality, personality content quiz and start killing it with your marketing. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.